What's going on, ladies and germs? Oh. Welcome back. MSD episode 15. Today we're going to be talking about the NBA bubble teams and what they need to get to a championship to reach it or to win it if they're ready yet. Uh, piece they're missing and the X factor currently on their team into winning a championship. So I'm here with uh, Ricky. Yep. How you do? You're a little loud. Calm sorry. Down a little bit, sir. Nope. Sorry. 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 There you go. That's more like it. Sorry, I'm sipping on some water. Been drinking a lot of water lately, you know. Oh yeah, you gotta stay hydrated, brother. Oh, for sure. So. <laughs> We're going to each give our own opinion on this, uh, each team. Well, if we try to keep it relatively short for each team, you don't want to make it too long. So we're just going to start um, from the Eastern Conference, start from the top, work our way to the bottom through the standings. So that starts us off with the Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah. What do they need? Um, uh, not much, um, kind of just do the same that they've been doing or that they did, um, before the, the, uh, pause, the season pause. But, um, I would, if I had to like point out a single thing, they have like a pretty, I wouldn't say young bench, but just not like big name bench guys. So, like, I think it's going to be important. I think your bench is always important in the playoffs. Um, and it's not, like, in the playoffs, you got to think as your bench as, like, not your not your bench guys, but your second starters. So, like, they got to play to that level. You know what I'm saying? So, I think um, I think that's going to be the most important factor for the Bucks. I think their starting lineups could fine, like, perfect. I think we just what they the one thing they need is Giannis to outmatch the team that other teams the opposing best star because last year he struggled with that against guys like Kawhi. Yeah. Um, if he can just outmatch them, and if hopefully they just uh, for them they can just match up well. They got some. So they're gonna have some good matchups later in the uh, in the later rounds of the playoffs. So the X factor for me is Chris Middleton. Um, he just has to play like he's been playing all year. Um, you know he just needs to be able to hit big shots because that's kind of his his role, which we've seen him do in the past. Yeah, um, Vegas has Milwaukee as a plus two seventy five. So. Serious shot at winning the title. Best in the East. Yep. Um. So we'll move down. Toronto. Toronto. Another team that doesn't really need much. Yeah. They just need more from their guys they already have. 
Um, you need Siakam to be the same like beast he was in the playoffs last year. Uh, Kyle Lowry has to play well because um, he's he's uh, shown some struggles in the past. Uh, but, you know, last year he was all right. Um, Fred Van Fleet's got to be clutch again like he was last year. Um, I think the, the Raptors are a really good team, but they're a team that needs a lot of things to go right for them to get to the finals and win. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I think – uh, I don't know. So, I like the Raptors because of how versatile they are um, and, like, how many guys you can take from their bench and put in their starting lineup and still be very good. Like, you take a guy like Chris Boucher and you can you could easily put him in the starting lineup, but he comes off their bench. So, that's I like, like, how, how versatile they are in that sense. Um, but... I, yeah, I would agree with you. I think it. I think it all depends on Kyle Lowry. I think Pascal Siakam is going to hold his weight. Um, also, this is going to be pretty interesting for the for the Raptors because I think Siakam last year was able, like, if he had any shooting woes or anything like that, he was able to kind of hide in the shadow of Kawhi, and I think Kawhi was able to, you know, cover cover those problems. So I think this is going to be a cool chance for Pascal Siakam to kind of you know, shine bright. Um, but I think in terms of, you know, vet, like the vet that's going to carry the team, it's Kyle Lowry, and that's not even a question. So The um, X factor for me <clears throat> is actually a guy that doesn't get as many minutes anymore, but it's Marc Gasol. Mm-hmm. If he can do what he did to Giannis last year, if they meet up, then – and he's also lost some weight too, so he might be able to play more minutes here and there. Um, but Marcus is the X factor for me, and all depends on like his matchups with Giannis, because he will be matched up with Giannis at some point if they meet. Yeah. Oh, and before we keep going, we just would like to let you know that this uh, this episode was requested by a listener, so thank you. Thanks. Just let you know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll move down. Oh Let's wait, help. real quick. Oh, okay. Here we go. The Raps have the Raps have a seventeen hundred or plus seventeen hundred odd of winning the championship. Second best in the East. All right. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. No, third best in the East. We're moving down to the Celtics. The Celtics. They just. Um, they have all the right pieces and they go eight deep really well. Um, I think the biggest piece is probably, um, the guys just getting back into stride and it's Tice, especially. Yeah. A lot of weight on his shoulders. Um, I would say my X factor um, is Kemba because Kemba doesn't have the playoff experience. I mean, he has playoff experience, but not not as much as you would hope from a you know vet point guard um, like him. But I think if he can, he he was kind of on a little bit of a um, 
in a little bit of a slump um, before the season came to an end. So, and then all the injuries with his knee too, which he's still dealing with. So hopefully he can come back from that. But I think he's my X factor um, because if he can if he can play to his level of an you know intensity and the way he knows how to play, then we're going to be fine. And I think guys like you know Tatum and Brown are going to be fine. Um, but yeah, I think he's my X factor. Uh, and we also, like you said, eight deep. They play. They play really well with just an eight-man lineup. Uh, we saw it during the regular season with all the when we had all those injuries, and they did fine. So, uh, I'm changing my X factor from Tice to Jalen Brown. Okay. I think he'll be fine, but where there's going to be times where Tatum's going to be seeing defenses he's never seen because of his recent outburst as a as a star superstar caliber player where Brown's going to have to step up and become that second best player and maybe the main scoring option on some nights. Yeah, Which he, good... he has shown in the, the past, this season, you know, winning player of the week twice, I believe. Um, so yeah. I think we'll, we'll uh, that'd be interesting to see how that dynamic works in the playoffs. Moving down the heat. The Heat are an odd team because on paper they don't look like they can win a championship, but they definitely could. Um, I don't think they will. What they need, um, I don't know. They're one of those teams that doesn't really have a whole lot of star power. Yeah, and that can hurt um, this this deep in the season. But they, um, they are a deep team with a lot of scorers, a lot of guys that can get a bucket. Yeah, I mean, I think that, uh, like you said, the star power thing, that's important when you're this deep in the season because uh, every team you play is pretty much is going to have a star. So, I mean, I wouldn't call Jimmy Butler a star, but he is a great defender, so he wouldn't have a problem defending a star. Um, he's actually, a star. He's a star. He's just not a superstar. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Yeah, they they are. They're a good team. They're well coached. Um, I think I think it's gonna be cool to see if a guy like Duncan Robinson can make an impact uh, with his shooting ability. I think that's. And then Bam Adebayo has his time to shine. I don't know. They have a lot of good players. So. Yeah. Uh, there's so many players that are good that I don't really have a specific X factor for their team. Um, maybe D Wade. No. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I think the X factor will probably be Bam because he's been, I think, some pretty much their. I think he's been their best all-around player all year. Um, I'm reading just a a quote from from ESPN. Um, cause they literally just released an article, uh, I think it was like two days ago, um, basically doing what we're doing now. Um, but this is just one writer's, uh, opinion on all the teams. Um, but he, he said he put out a question for like, how will the neutral site impact Miami? Because I don't know this, but the heat went 27 and five at home, which that's pretty, pretty impressive. Um, but they only were 14 and 19 on the road. So. They have, I mean, they're, they got a losing record on the road. So, so. You got to win the home games for sure then. Um, 
coach, so we'll move down. Pacers, they just need everybody to play perfectly. Yeah, they're in, they're in a tough spot. Um, I, yeah, there's not really. They have a bunch of good players, but no great players, especially Oladipo coming off an injury. Yeah. Um, is he is he he's playing right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I think. Yeah, you, you kind of just need perfection. Um, from everyone. They're a sneaky team because of their depth. I think they're they have probably one of the deeper teams in the in the entire bubble right now. Um, but a guy like Sabonis, like that man needs to show up big time. Miles Turner needs to show up big time. He needs to be super efficient too, because um, they do rely on their bigs to score a lot. And then Brogdon's defense—that's going to be huge too. You know, Brogdon's going to be seeing some good, some good players. Going to be seeing, you know, possibly seeing Kemba, Kyle Lowry. Um, that's just too off the top of my head. I'm thinking of Eric Bledsoe. There's just so. a, there's just a lot of good players that need to do little things to make it so the team does well. Yeah. Um, we'll just move down the Sixers. They need Tobias Harris to. To prove that he can be a closer, I think he's the X factor. Um, we know what Embiid and Simmons can do. Uh, we know they have some chemistry issues sometimes, but and their play styles don't really fit together all that well. But um, Tobias Harris, I think, um, was is kind of like their their best scorer in the sense of being able to score at every level of the floor. Um, he needs to be able to prove that he can hit big shots at this time of the year. Also, Al Horford needs to show his veteran leadership, his playoff experience in this series, or these first couple series at least. Completely agree with the Tobias Tobias Harris take, and I think that um, this is another team where I, I'm going to say the bench because they have possibly the worst bench in the league. And... Um, you're going to be, if you put Horford in your starting lineup, which me and you talked about this before, if you put Horford in your starting lineup, um, that's tough uh, because he's a he's a guy, he's a vet, um, and could run that bench as a leader. And I think that would be, I think that would help their, um, their case for a championship run. But, um, man, if you don't put him in your, on your bench, you got, you're relying on a guy, a rookie, Matisse Thibel to kind of, run that bench and that's tough so well Tease has been in the starting lineup well that's what Josh Richardson's injuries hasn't it been I mean he's better than Josh Richardson so either alright so then you're relying on Josh Richardson and <laughs> yeah, either way either way man that's not good like that's like your best bench player that's tough I think that's a, that's my X factor Yeah. Um, so we'll move down to the Magic. Um, yeah, uh, I don't really have much to say about the Magic. Like I said, they're they got a team. They're like a a team with a lot of good players, but not as good as the Pacers players. So they need things to run even more perfectly than the Pacers for them to even get to like the conference finals. Um, 
But you know, you never know. Miracles do happen. All right. So uh, if you guys listen to Sound Up Stream, um, you have probably heard our chocolate chocolate bracket, and I think that the Orlando Magic need everything to fall in place, like our Andy's chocolates. Yeah, they need to be yeah. the Andy's candies. Yeah, the Andy's candies. They oh, need the I'm... right matchups. Yeah, they need everything to. <laughs> they would need everything to. The Bucks need to lose. The Celtics need to lose. The Heat need to lose. They need to beat the Raptors. Yeah, they would need. Well, they have. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna have to beat one team. There's no way they all lose. So, yeah, they're gonna have to. They need a lot to fall in place. Pascal Siakam would have to get injured. So, I don't know, dude. A lot needs to happen. But like you said, yeah, they do have. They do have some good players, but your best player can't be Aaron Gordon, your power forward who isn't a super efficient player. That's all I'm going to say. Um, we'll move down. The next two teams are, you know, they're a lost cause. Uh, they have no shot. Um, the Nets, the current A seed, um, they have the talent of a 12th seed right now. Um, yep. Maybe maybe 15th. Um, their best player is Karis LeVert. Um, yeah, no, nah, that just doesn't. Yeah. No X factor. They just, they just don't have a chance. Too many injuries. Too many guys not playing for them. Yeah, I'm. I'd like to see Jamal Crawford play. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, that brought a little bit of excitement like, to the team. It's like it's like a careless. Like I don't. I think they know they don't have a shot, so they're probably just gonna play very careless and you know. Um. Let you you know just let Jamal Crawford eat. That'd be fun to watch. Um. Because <laughs> still got some left in the tank. Uh. If anybody can carry a team. Jamal Croft, no. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll uh, if the Nets make it out of the first round, I will. If they make it to the first round, um, that'd be crazy. The one reason I say they're gonna stay in the playoffs is because the Wizards are terrible. And oh man, did you see the starting lineup the Wizards put out yeah. last night against the Nuggets? No, oh. their best player was Rui Hachimura. Yeah, um, a rookie or a second year player. Nah, he's a rookie. Rookie, yeah. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it it bodes well even worse for them than it does the Nets. Like if Bradley Beal was playing, I'd say, hey, maybe they have a chance to take the eighth seed from the Nets, but no, not anymore. Oh, yeah, they uh, right. Their two best players, Beal and and Bertans, aren't playing. Um, John Wall's out, obviously. John Wall, yeah, he's. Yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. They're a lost cause. <laughs> um, so we'll move to the West now. Uh, the Lakers, what do they need? I think um, the X factor here is Anthony Davis. We know what LeBron's going to give you in the playoffs. Anthony Davis has had some good, really good playoff series and some really end playoff series. Um, we'd like to see more out of guys like Kuzma. It was essentially their third option. Um, and then I think something that they need is Jr. to replace a guy like Avery Bradley. Yeah, I was just gonna say my X factor is uh, who they need. Uh, they need Avery Bradley and Rajon Rondo, which unfortunately they don't have. Um, so that's tough. Those those are two tough losses, and people are gonna under undermine the idea that they're gone and be like, oh, they don't really need them. Yeah, they do. 
Um, you take a guy like Avery Bradley out of – you take any guy out of a starting lineup that hurts a team, but especially a guy like Avery Bradley who is shooting so efficiently and gives you that perimeter defense um, for a guard position, that's huge. Um, so I think that's a big loss. And then, I mean, LeBron, yeah, easily could take over the point position and run an offense, but I just think that um, – I think LeBron's always done well with guys t- like Avery Bradley's caliber. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. uh, like Mario Chalmers, <laughs> like back in the day. Uh, no, but like he he did like fine with him. Okay, yeah, like compared Avery Bradley to Mario Chalmers, dude. No, I'm not comparing the <laughs> two. I'm just I'm just saying like LeBron was able to like work well with it. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh on his team as well, along with Ray Allen. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not going to be easy, but there's there's enough. Well, with when you have AD, it shouldn't be as difficult. You yeah, actually right. brought up an interesting point before this. AD leads the team in every stat category except for assists per game, which is held by LeBron, which I did not know until yesterday or two days ago. Um, AD is a friggin' animal. Yeah, so we just... Uh, they'll be alright. Um, the Clippers... Whew, they, I think they're, they're the favorite now with the loss of Rondo and Avery Bradley. Um, the Clippers don't really have anybody sitting out. Um, they played yesterday. They won. Um... Good little warm-up game. Limited time from some guys. Paul George looked really good. Um, Lou Will got buckets as well. I I think what they need is... I don't really think... I think they just need Paul George to be um, that maybe MVP caliber player again alongside of Kawhi already being one. I think that's what would push them over the edge and get them a championship. Because I think if they get through the West and get through like the Lakers and the Nuggets, they should be a team that wins the finals. Because I don't think the Bucks match up well enough for them to beat the Clippers. Yeah, uh, for the Clippers, it's pretty easy for me. Um, I just say that I don't even like think that Paul George has to be that MVP caliber player. He has to, if he's um, a step down from that, he would be that would suffice as well he needs to be he needs to be good not he doesn't have to be great and i think if Kawhi leonard can do what he did last year they're they're gonna like they're gonna get to the championship like um yeah he's just he was just that good he was just that george has to be like as good as spicy p was last year exactly yep he needs to be good maybe not even that good because of how many other great uh not great but really good players are around him um, that that's bench is insane, similar, man. It's a similar situation to Toronto. Like, that's the deepest team in the league, like the Clippers. The, the bench is just blows my mind. Like, you have you have Reggie Jackson, uh, Montrez Harrell, Lou Williams. I, that's all – those three names, that's all you got to say Marcus coming off your Morris. bench. Yeah, Marcus Morris, Markeith Morris. Like, that's – Yeah. There's not much to say. Um, I think anything short of at least the finals is an upset for their disappointing season for them. 
I know no. the champ- championship or bust, but uh, I think you know you never know. Now we just highlighted the depth of the team. Do you think there's a chance that they shorten the lineup? Dude, like small ball. No, 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 no. Shorten the lineup, meaning oh, like, like they go players. like yeah, yeah they go, go like nine. nine or eight. They'll probably go nine. Um, yeah, I'd probably say nine. Um, yeah, I could either that or they stick with their strength and they just you know. They run a deep team. Yeah. Give a lot I mean, of players we've rest. Seen, we've seen Kawhi get overplayed in the playoffs like last year where he was playing so many minutes. But, you know, he did really well considering his injury history. Um, so I think we'll see the same thing from him this year, especially with that four-month hiatus or whatever yeah. it was. Um, yeah. I think the Clippers are in a really good position to actually win it all. And that would be that would be crazy for Kawhi. Um, if he were to do that, I think it'd make him the best player in the league, without question. Yeah. Um, I think it would cement Kawhi's legacy and Paul George's legacy. Yep. I think that would make Lou Will a Hall of Famer as well. Um, yeah. I think it would put. Paul George back in the Hall of Fame conversation, too. Paul George is a Hall of Famer. Anybody who doesn't think that, stupid. I actually was watching a video yesterday of a guy reacting to future, not Kenny. It wasn't Kenny, but, uh, and he said that he had a question about Paul George becoming a Hall of Famer, which is understandable because of his injuries, but, and his time with OKC just didn't go as planned, but. He was also a top three player in the league in his time with OKC, so. Yeah. He just didn't, he couldn't win anything there, which sucks. I mean, uh, dude, he's got, like, there's there's guys that are, you know, that don't win championships that are Paul George's caliber, or even not as good as Paul George that make the Hall. There's worse guys in the Hall of Fame. The Basketball Hall of Fame is yeah. a joke. It is Paul a George joke, yeah. Be Hall of Famer. He plays three, three or four more years like this, he's an easy Hall of Famer. Um, anyways, we'll move down to the Nuggets. Nuggets, um, interesting. Their lineup last night was odd. Uh, three centers, but, uh. Three centers and two power forwards. I think they just, another deep team. Um, other than the Clippers, they might be the deepest team in the league. I think, uh. Not much to say about them. They're a team that can just win games and they'll surprise you. I think they just need Jamal Murray to be a closer. That's pretty yeah. much all I have to say about them. Um. Yeah, I would. I would agree. Uh, I think that I don't know about their lineup last night. Like, I don't know. I don't know what the like. There's no way they roll that out in the, you know when the season actually resumes. There's no way. I think they're just using these scrimmage games to like try different things to see if they, you know, work really well. Um, yeah, and maybe see guys who come off the bench. Maybe I don't know. Jamal Murray's not going to come off the bench. You, but. You, you're going to see that lineup, but not starting. You'll see it at some point where they run all big. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah. But I don't know when that would be. But they'll definitely roll it out. 
throughout games. A seven-foot point guard and Jokic. <laughs> I mean, he's got the skills for it. He did have eight turnovers last night. Yeah. Which is a lot, but, you know, it's everybody's getting back, and we know Jokic is an incredible playmaker, so I think they'll be all right. Um, they're a team that, that could easily make the conference finals. Um, you just need somebody to upset the Clippers or the Lakers, which is very possible in the West. Um, but yeah, uh, they should, they're a team that's capable of making the finals, um, where it take a little bit of help. Yeah. But I think they can make it there. Um, next the jazz, the jazz are another interesting team. They're good. A lot of good players. Um, a couple borderline elite players with like Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. Um, Mike Conley's been pretty has had a pretty rough year. Um, I don't really, I don't think they have a shot really, but they are a team that I think could take, they're, they're a team that could probably take anyone to six or seven games. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Donovan Mitchell's got to show up and show out for them. Um, a lot of people are kind of questioning his ability a little bit, uh, especially after, um, last season, like he didn't have a great season, uh, and this year, uh, he's been pretty good, but I think he's got to show up and show out for sure for them to have a legit chance. Yeah. I don't think they have a chance, but, uh, you never know. Other team that could surprise you. Um, the Thunder. I don't even know how the Thunder could win anything. Yeah, I don't understand how they're here. I don't here. know how they're the fifth seed. Um, Chris Paul's been great all year, but I just don't see them being that good in the playoffs. They have some of their best players are young guys uh, who have little to no playoff experience, like Shea and Schroeder has a little playoff experience. Even Gallinari, like... Steven Adams. <laughs> Yeah. Very little. All these guys little. Well, Steven Adams has plenty of playoff experience. <laughs> He's been there since, like, basically the beginning with KD and Russ. But I think it just – I don't think – they another team I don't think has a shot. Um, I think the next team has a better shot than both the previous two teams mentioned. I, That's I, the I agree. But at the same time, I, I think that they either have a legit chance if they can run the small ball shit, or they have no chance, dude. Because think of all the bigs in, in the West. Like, there's just so many good bigs. I mean, we just saw a team last night run out three three center lineup. Then you see a team like the Lakers that have D- uh, Dwight, AD, JaVale. I guess you can put LeBron as a big in that situation. Dude, it's just like, there's no way they guard that. Well, the idea behind the the small ball lineup for the Rockets was to get um, Russell Westbrook more space to attack the rim, which has been has gone exceptionally well since they, they decided to do that. Um, I think the X factor is Russ and James Harden. I think, you know, if their two best players play at an MVP level, I think they're a team that could make the finals. Um, they could even win it. 
like they have that much those two guys are that talented to the point where you know they can they have like unlimited potential in the right circumstance yeah um next Mavericks um another good team not really deep um I think what's going to kill them is their depth because they do have, you know, Luca and Kristaps are very good players. They they work together very well considering they've only been together for, you know, like a season or so. Um, season and some change. But uh they should be they should be pretty good. Um they they'll probably be another team that takes teams to six or seven games. I don't think they like I said, I don't think they have a, sh- a real chance because their depth is kind of lackluster. I don't think Dwight Powell's playing either. He's been, you know, one of those depth guys in their system for four or five years now. Um, so, yeah, I don't really give them much of a shot. But you never know. They have the star power um, to upset a team. So, we'll see. Um, we'll just keep going. These teams should right. go pretty quick. Yeah. Um, the Grizzlies, I don't really give them a chance. They're too young. That's pretty much it. Yeah, I think they're going to be a good team in the future, but they are. They're they're too young. Uh, your top three guys: Jaron Jackson, John Morant, and like Brandon Clark. Pretty much, it's too young. Yeah. Um, Trailblazers. No shot. Um. I wouldn't say no shot. Come on, man. What do you mean no shot, bro? Everybody knows they have a shot. Oh, man. I can't buy into the Damian or CJ McCollum duo. I can't. Also, Nurkic is back. <laughs> yeah, back from a long-ass injury. <laughs> like, um, dude, I just I can't buy into that duo. I'm sorry. They don't have a shot at that. Maybe they get out of the first round. They they gotta still make it to the playoffs. Never mind, get make it yeah, out of the first which round. I think they will. Um, I think they'll take that eighth seed. They they just do they they you guys got you got to remember they had the like basically the same team they had last year with the exception of a couple role players maybe, and they made the conference finals. Yes, it was a year where LeBron wasn't playing in the playoffs, but they're not a team that can be taken lightly. Yeah, LeBron wasn't playing in the playoffs. Kawhi and Paul George weren't on a team. There's a lot changed. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't mean they can't win a, a series. I mean, they have the talent to take down a team like the Lakers. You could even consider it, you know, they if they run that lineup of Lillard, McCollum, um, you could run whoever at the three. Mello. Um I think Melo would come off the bench. Um, but if you want to put Melo in, because he's probably the best three on that team right now, Melo, Nurkic, and Hassan, that's like one of the best starting fives in the league. Not by like overall combined ability, but by like each position, having a guy that good. Um, it might even be con- – it's probably better than the Lakers starting one. I guess I guess it could match Bigs, which is pretty good. But I'm sorry, man they they're barely gonna make it to the playoffs. Never mind, get out of the first round. I think see, I think at the end of the season, I if they don't make a legit, you know, 
run at this after the season. CJ McCollum's gone, man. They can't keep running. It's going to be the same situation like with, uh, with um, what's his name, Russ. Like they just couldn't get anywhere. It's going to be the same thing. They're just going to trade with someone. Someone's uh, gone. I wouldn't give him no shot. That's for sure. Because you have a guy who's hit many clutch shots in the playoffs. He needs more than that. He needs to put up like 50 a night. He was putting up 50 a night before the hiatus, basically. He's averaging like 41 points. Um, I wouldn't really give them no shot, but it's going to be tough. The Suns don't have a shot. They're not going to make the playoffs, simply put. Uh, the Kings also not going to make the playoffs, especially now with guys out. The uh, Kings the Kings actually were like a sneaky team, I think, before all their injuries. Yeah, but they still were so many games out. Yeah, um, true. That's tough. Yeah. Um, Pelicans, I don't think they'll make it. If they do, it's because the league fucking rigged it. Um, yeah. <laughs> And the Spurs just yeah no. Yeah, there's too many teams out west, man, that just don't have a shot. Like yeah, the only two like you can only switch out the seventh and I mean the eighth seed right now, and I think the only two teams fighting for that are the Grizzlies and the Blazers. Yeah. I don't really think anybody else really competes. Yeah, the Kings are screwed. The Phoenix Suns, nope. But and you never know. You've seen the Spurs. The Spurs would need like to Demar, yeah, and they need like Demar and Lamarcus, the old, the two old men, with the old man of a coach, <laughs> to, to like just absolutely fucking go off. Big old pop. Yeah, man. I don't know. <laughs> There's a. Uh... Yeah, that's that's pretty much all I got. All right, so who's who's winning? Right now. Yep. Clippers. Don't tell me who's in. Don't tell me in the championship. Just who's winning? Clippers. Okay. Yep. I got the Suns. No. I'm <laughs> what the hell? If the Suns win the championship, we will stop making podcasts. If the Suns win the championship, I'm getting a Suns tattoo. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll do that too. And you know what? I'm going to put it on my face. Oh my god, I don't know about that. <laughs> yep, you guys heard it. I'm going to put it on my face. The Suns, if they win the championship, I'm going to put it on my face. A tat. I really hope. I'm rooting for the Suns now. <laughs> you guys better start rooting for the Suns because I'm getting a tat right on my face. I'll put it in the center of my forehead. Oh, dude, imagine. <laughs> <laughs> if the Suns win it, dude. Oh my god. He would never go through with that. He's too much of a bitch. No, I would do it. I'm telling you right now because the odds are way too low that they do it. All right. Well, there's that promise that's going to get broken if they win the championship. Yeah, they're not winning, bro. Okay. (laughs) If they make it, I'll be sweating. (laughs) I think that's going to do it for this episode. Make sure you listen to Sound Up coming up this Sunday. Um. We have a couple more episodes planned out for MST before we go back to our usual guests um, for our season two of guests. So, uh, and we also have some uh, some things in the work, maybe a potential uh, third member 
of the podcast. Yes, sir. So um, listen in for that. We'll uh, get some news on the way. And, uh, yeah, everybody in, uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Peace. Yep. See ya.